Computers are live. Mixer is up. Levels are good. Equalizer is good. Ready channels one and two. Mic is live in three, two, one. Roll it. Welcome, listeners, to the My Practice My Business podcast, where we teach dentists and their teams how to reclaim forgotten profitability in dentistry with our clinical business of dentistry training. And now, the host of our show, the clinical director at My Practice My Business, Dr. Rob Thorup. Welcome, everybody, to the My Practice My Business podcast. I'm Dr. Rob Thorup, and I'm glad to have all of you here today because we're going to talk about biology. I know it's one of your favorite topics to talk about. And what we're going to link it to is the title of today's uh, podcast, Case Acceptance. It's a biology thing. What you're about to learn is something that they really should have taught us in dental school. That is a case acceptance is actually grounded in biology. Who would have guessed? If we look at the brain from the top down, you'll see three sections. The intersection or middle section is called the reptilian brain. This section is where the fight-or-flight section resides. It's where instinct and survival happens. That section's constantly firing, constantly active. The outer section is the neocortex. This is where analytical and rational thought is processed. It's basically what I like to call the number-crunching section of the brain. Um, This is where patients relate to treatment planners and codes, descriptions, and fees. But the middle section is called the limbic system. And it's the middle section where all trust, feelings, loyalty, that gets processed there. In other words, this is the section, the limbic system, is the section of the brain where all purchasing decisions take place. It's where the why, and I say the word why in quotations, is processed. Where emotional connections are made as to why we need to purchase something. If you don't connect oral health care and diagnose treatment to this section, you could pretty much uh, kiss case acceptance goodbye. Uh, did you guys know that the national uh, case acceptance average in dentistry runs between 27 and 34%? That's it. Now, seasoned practices will tend to obtain about 40 to 60% case acceptance, And a small percent of practices will range from the 60 to 80% case acceptance rate. I know that most dental consultants like to get uh, practices after they've trained them for a while. They like to get them right around the 60 to 80 percentile range. Um, But much above that, it just doesn't happen too often. Because you see, success communicates from the inside out. We all know what we do and how we do it. We all know how to drill on a tooth. We know how to prep it. We know how to do a root canal and, you know, surgically place an implant, right? But do we communicate why we do what we're doing? Are we connecting our patients with the why? It appears over half of us do not connect our patients with the why oral health care is needed. When our patients come into our practices and we diagnose them with needed treatment, what do they go home with? Typically, we see them go home with treatment planners from our practice management software systems, right? Sometimes those treatment planners will have, um, uh, you know, you, can, it'll, you click a button and it'll give better descriptions as to what the treatment's going to be and how you're going to treat it. 
But the problem is, is do we uh, give our patients something that connects, connects our diagnosed treatment to them saying, yes, I need that. There are pamphlets that are given out by the ADA, and many of those pamphlets, they're written in pretty good patient talk, but a lot of it can be too clinical still. So what do these explain to the patient when we send them home with information? The treatment planners will talk about codes, descriptions, and fees, or in other words, they're only connecting with the neocortex where purchasing decisions are typically not made. Of course, we use digital images and explain to our patients why they need treatment. Uh, many of us have intraoral cameras, and that's super helpful to show the patient their condition and why it needs to be fixed. But don't forget, patients forget 85% of what you tell them when they walk out your door. So what does the patient or consumer remember after they walk out your door? Basically nothing. This is precisely why we created documents that are written in language that patients can understand, and not so much dental terminology. We like to call it patient speak. And most important, they have language that explains why their conditions why their conditions need treatment, why you are using a certain type of material, why their oral health care is important to maintain. When our patient's diagnosed treatment is connected to the limbic system of the brain, they're more readily willing to accept and want to pay for needed treatment. Our patients, and remember the consumers, they buy when the why is understood. Now, I love saying that. It does rhyme. Don't beat me up on that. But it just happens to be that way. When they understand the, the why, they're more willing to buy. And when they are emotionally connected with the importance of their purchase, that emotional connection causes them to say, you know what, I need to spend my discretionary funds here. We currently don't have a system better that explains why treatment is needed, that talks about conditions, that's condition-specific, product-specific, um, uh, why they need this treatment. No other system's better than my dental docs. This cloud-based system or software, it just helps you create documents that are product-specific, they're product and condition-specific. That's important in any cell cycle. And they're branded to your practice, and most importantly, to the patient. I can't tell you how many times I have patients walk in to our office. Now, I might hopefully have said this before. I know that many of the offices we train, they see that we put the treatment planner from our practice management software on the left side of what we call a kit folder. It's just a folder that opens up, and it's, it's, uh, it's geared towards the practice. It has information on the front, the back, and inside on the pockets. And so these pockets on the inside, on the inside left is the treatment planner. On the right side are the documents uh, from my dental docs that explain why treatment is needed. And they're able to take those home and explain their needed treatment to their spouses, significant others, the, the financial decision maker of the home who may not have been your patient that day. Isn't that interesting? So the, the whole point is, is because they're branded to the patient with their name on it, they don't throw them away. 
I can't tell you how many times I see pamphlets that barely make it outside of our building and they hit the garbage can that's right around the corner. But I have literally seen my, my practices kit folders on the front seat of cars miles away at a place we call the district where we go see movies. And I have patients will walk back into my practice carrying these folders that have their treatment information and the treatment plans with them. That's the kind of branding that you want to have your patients uh, always have. So these documents emotionally bond the patients to the recommended treatment, and it simply does one thing. It bridges the gap between diagnosis and case acceptance. That's the power play. In addition to explaining the why they need treatment, they also educate the patient, which dental office managers love because they don't get those phone calls all day long from patients saying, what are you guys doing to me today? Um, why am I coming in next week? Uh, I don't remember anything the doctor said. Yeah, office managers, you can forget about those kinds of calls when you use my dental docs because it just doesn't happen. They're able to refer uh, to those documents when it comes to their treatment. They differentiate your practice, they increase your business image, and they compete with corporate America in addition to promoting oral health care. Pretty powerful stuff. That's what, it, it, that's what we want to have happen in our practices more than anything. We want to promote oral health care while preventing lost revenue. We've always heard uh, the ADA talk about the million-dollar filing cabinet, and that million-dollar filing cabinet signifies uh, unscheduled diagnosed treatment. Those are patients that have slipped through the cracks, and they're not coming into your practice to uh, receive the, the care that you've diagnosed them to have. So it's so important to understand that dentistry is not only a medical service industry, but we're also a retail business. Because of all the different products and, and uh, things that we can place in the patient's mouth, products and prosthesis predominantly, okay? Say that fast three times. <laughs> products and prosthesis predominantly. Anyway, people don't buy what you do, folks. They buy why you do it. The goal isn't to necessarily do business with everybody who needs to have what you have. Our goal is to do business with people who believe in what we believe in. So if you believe in oral health care, then you want patients that also believe in oral health care. You want patients that are concerned about their oral health care as much as you are. You want to be able to promote the best quality care that you can. You want to be able to buy the best supplies and the best crowns. You don't want to have to, you know, cut back or chintz on any of that stuff. And that's oftentimes things that keep us awake at night or the, the, the thing that strug, we struggle with internally is being able to promote uh, and, and sell dentistry to the best of our training and the best that we can do. So many times I see colleagues who don't believe just how valuable of a healthcare service they provide. It's absolutely amazing, colleagues, what, what you do and what you're trained to do and the healthcare that you provide your patients with. I've always said it many times, hygienists, you guys are saving lives on a constant basis. Periodontal disease is disease. And when you eradicate a patient from periodontal disease, you're saving their lives because 
periodontal disease, as we know, affects the heart, the liver, the kidneys, the lungs, brain tissue. Uh, it's amazing. Think about that. You don't want streptococci bacteria floating around in your bloodstream any more than you want to walk around with walking pneumonia all your life, okay? So you shouldn't have patients on forever periodontal maintenance. You can actually eradicate periodontal disease from a patient's mouth. You just have to make sure you're doing it uh, in a way that we'll talk about on a podcast in the future here. So do you believe in oral health care, Doc? Show it in everything you do. Treat periodontal disease as disease and explain to the patient why it's harmful to their body if it's not treated right away. Believe in, in creating smiles, uh, either by one tooth or multiple teeth. It doesn't matter. It, it's, you're, if you're affecting the lives of people all the time and making them better. Provide dentistry to patients who believe in what you believe. If they don't believe in taking care of their periodontal uh, uh, their their periodontal condition, then why do you want those patients in your practice? You want people that believe in staying healthy, okay? And then you want to uh, have patients that that want to have their dentistry, you know, their, their dental health care fixed all the time and maintained to a high level, uh, that high standard that you want to have it be to. And then you also want to be able to upgrade materials, you want to be able to, um, you know, put in the best materials and charge for it. But Rob, what if we are on an insurance plan? Man, that's what our company does. We teach you how to upgrade and do it ethically, morally, and legally and be able to get paid for what you do. You don't have to give dentistry away, okay? So the other thing that we want to teach is that uh, – um, you want to hire people. You want to hire people that believe in what you believe. They'll work the hardest for you. Talk about what you believe. You'll attract those who believe in the best oral health care that, that you can provide and that they can help you provide. If patients turn down your diagnosed treatment or don't complete it fully, see if you're simply missing the why in your explanations. And ask yourself if you're sending home the right documents to back up your diagnosed treatment plans. Let me share something with you that happened today. I had, a, I had the regional manager and one of the representatives from one of the major uh, uh, supply companies uh, in our training facility today. And it's always fun to talk with, uh, with these people that uh, provide us our supplies um, because that many of them have been in the industry for a long time and they've seen things come and go and they've seen, uh, they've got a lot of history behind them and a lot of wisdom and it's fun to always talk with them. And the regional manager, it was just a ball talking with him today. And he said, we, we were talking about case acceptance and I actually, we, we have a software called my dental stats. My dental stats will show exactly what your case acceptance rate is and sometimes it's, uh, it, it's a harsh reality, and other times you look at it and you go, wow, is it really that high? And I have to share with you, you guys, our case acceptance in our practice, and, it, and <laughs> he got to see it firsthand, our case acceptance rate is in the mid-90s. And that's crazy. And 
it's more important for you to understand, and that's not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that, that it's facts are facts. But what I want you to know is we're no different than anybody else out there. When it comes to, to my team, I'd like to think my team is just so fantastic that people are just pushing over other people to come, have their work done, and that's why our case acceptance is so high. But it's not. It's not. We simply offer choice to patients, but more importantly, we print out these doc these documents from My Dental Docs that explain the why. And when patients understand why they need treatment and why we want to use certain products in their mouth and why we need to take care of these conditions, when they understand the why, they so quickly accept treatment. It's amazing. We've actually got recorded uh, video of several of our patients saying, man, we've been to other dental practices and they don't give us anything. I mean, we just got that today. Other practices don't even give them anything. They say, hey, you know what? You need to have a bunch of dental care done and it's going to be about $2,100. When do you want to get scheduled? I, I'm blown away that I even hear that. Uh, other offices will print out the treatment planner from their practice management software, but that's it. They send them home with, with that and we have Patients in our practice, especially when they come from other uh, practices, that they say, these documents are so informative. Thank you so much. I, I can't believe uh, how cool these documents are. I wish my other dentist used these documents. And it's a, it, it truly does make a difference for your patients to understand the treatment. Now, we also use intraoral cameras and everything else, like I alluded to before, we talk to them about their treatment, and we all know, if you've studied any business books, you'll know that in order to make a sell, and yes, docs, we sell every day. We're selling dentistry, okay? There usually have to be five to seven touch points for a sell to take place. Well, the documents are just one more sell point, but the difference is, is they're a power player, and in how they promote and they and they show that. So today, I got to show. Uh, these representatives from the dental supply company, hey, they wanted to see why my case acceptance was so high. And so I showed them, I walked them through how we present treatment, and I walked them through um, the documents. And here's what I want you guys to know. I have two greenies up front that have only been in the industry for about six months. Six months and they're presenting treatment. They are closing cases. In my practice, we're cross-trained. Even I can enter an EOB. You probably may have heard me say that on a podcast or a training somewhere. But I'm the CEO of my company, and I should be able to do other people's jobs, at least understand them enough that I could fumble through them if I need to. Well, I've got hygienists that can present uh, case presentations. My two newbie assistants can. My two newbie assistants can handle front office issues now if my office manager's out doing something, and my office manager can come back and assist if, if somebody's gone on vacation or something like that. So I have two newbies presenting treatment, and they are closing cases. Now, tell me, we all know how important it is to use the right kind of verbiage and to uh, be able to, you know, Close those cases. And there's a lot of companies out there that teach you to use certain verbiage, hold your hand a certain way, look at the patient a certain way. Let me tell you, these two have had none of that training. 
all as they've had is to present the, the treatment planner to the patient and say, I'm so, thank you so much for coming in today. As the doc said, we tr- we're treatment planning you for the best. Here's the total. Here's what we think your insurance should cover. It's just an estimate. Here's your out-of-pocket expense. Here's the documents on the side here that explain the type of material the doc wants to use and explains what your conditions are and why they need to be treated. You don't want to let things go. They only get more expensive and they only get worse. That's it, people. And then they say, um, do you need any financing? Because we have some financing options, which we uh, use a company, uh, a local bank called Mountain America Credit Union. And then if they don't need any financing, then guess what we do? Then we say, let's get you scheduled. We treat every patient as if they want the work. And that's what's exciting. Wow. It's that simple, people. Case acceptance is not that hard. But when you understand that it's a biological thing, it makes you start thinking about what you're using and what you're doing. Who would have thought case acceptance was a biology thing? Not me, but I have learned that over the years now, and I'm grateful I have. I hope you've learned something new today, and I hope you're able to take and think about that and uh, put that into your, uh, into your repertoire in, presenting, uh, in your case presentations and uh, closing your, uh, your treatment plans with people. Thanks for tuning in to the My Practice, My Business podcast. You can find additional podcasts you may have missed that will help you with your dental practice at Apple Podcasts. And remember to become a subscriber to our podcast. Many of you have asked how to help support this podcast. If you enjoyed the program and the information you received, the best way to help us is by leaving a five-star review. We look forward to seeing you the next time. Thanks again and have a great day.